Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Gut Reno Girl podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and today I have with me Maria from the lovely Instagram account, Maria Loves Real Estate. Hey, Maria. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Give us like three sentences about like who you are and what you do. I always get palm sweat. Somebody asks me this. I'm like, eh, can I just do a Who are you now? <laughs> so I had to like write this down. I'm like, oh God, who am I? Existential <laughs> crisis. But I'm, uh, I'm a mom of two toddlers. I'm an entrepreneur and a speaker. And I left my dream job in Silicon Valley for a more balanced life in Finland. And I've literally started from scratch and built a real estate portfolio. It's now worth over a million dollars. And I've done that in a couple of years through buying, rehabbing, renting, and refinancing and repeating. So that's the strategy I've, I've used. That's, yeah, that's the Burr method, right? The Burr method. That's right. <laughs> Burr method in the cold Finland. Love it. And I think uh, maybe one thing that makes me a little bit unique is I like doing things a little bit differently. So I, I do it with heart. And I'm like, Guys, if I can do this, I'm positive of that you can too. So that's yeah. like what I want the listeners to take out of this. That's awesome. Um, so let's just start with like renovating in Finland. Like walk us through what happens after you find a house. Um, what's the permitting process like? Like what does that process look like over there? Well, first of all, you guys are going to fall off your chairs <laughs> when you hear that closings in Finland. My quickest close has been two days. Oh, wow. That's insane. Yeah. So it's a lot faster here. Just everything when it comes to uh, paperwork and things like that is is pretty quick. And I do get conventional bank loans on all my properties. And uh, the one thing that's different here or or what I do is I focus on apartments so far and that makes it easier. So most of the apartments I don't even need to get permits on. The biggest thing that I need to get a permit on, I get it from like the co-op. So it's, it's huge apartment buildings and I buy the uh, apartments from them. And it's basically, I buy a part of the co-op. So it's much like an HOA. So instead of going to like the city or something like that, where things take ages, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, I can get a response in like a day or two to uh, do like some major things. Wow. Um, sometimes though, if, if you, uh, move a wall or if you want to uh, change the number of rooms or like move the place of the kitchen then you do have to like go to the city and okay when you have to go to the city how like is that a long process so is that something like people try to avoid or are people doing that work regardless of the time it takes people do it but I think most people try to dodge it as much as possible so um i had a friend just to give an example uh, they were building a house and uh, they had planned on doing this porch around the house and they went to get a permit and and they're like uh at the city whatever that's called the place where you get the permits they're like well who's gonna get rid of all the snow of this giant porch (laughs) well we are they're like no, we're not going to give you a permit for this. It's too much work. And oh, they're wow. like, what the hell? <laughs> they can make that decision. That's pretty nuts. Oh my God, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So that's actually, that's, that's a very specific issue. I think uh, depending on what city you are in, it depends on who's at that office and how tired they are of yeah. their life and their job. They can just right. be like, no, I'm just, I'm not going to give you a permit for that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Do you have like a good relationship with the people at, I guess, is it the building department? Like, is that how you refer to it? Well, actually, so far, I've always dodged it. So I haven't haven't, uh, dealt with the city so far. I've only dealt with like the the co-ops of every Uh building. Yeah. yeah, I t- yeah, I butter them up. <laughs> <laughs> Sending them cookies. <laughs> yeah. Um, who I mean, who's inspecting then if you're not going through the city? Like how do you get through that process? Yeah, so we do have inspections, but it depends on the the building itself. So the building has a technical engineer that's responsible. So before you get started, they tend to come in and they're like, okay, what are you, what are you doing? And then when you're done, they come in and do an inspection, making sure it's all done to code. And also they have a requirement of like, one thing that's um, in Finland, that's I think is different than the US is you actually have to have both the electrical and the plumbing work needs to be done by a licensed person. Like okay. you're not allowed to touch even just like minor switches or anything oh, like really? that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um, all of that work beforehand, you need to let them know who's the, who's the, or what the company is that's doing that work and they yeah. need to like approve of that. How did you come to f- like learn all of this? Cause you're, <laughs> you're from, so where are you from originally? I was, I'm a little bit of uh, a nomad. I was born <laughs> in Finland, raised in Sweden and uh, moved to Hong Kong for a little bit. And then I was in California for six years. So I've been Americanized, but English is my third language, I should say. Oh (laughs) my God. Well, you you speak better English than I do and it's my first. (laughs) Thank you. you. Um, So yeah, how did you come to like learn all of the um, rules, regulations, what you needed to go for permits versus not having, you know, I get, did you renovate first in California ever or was, were you only renovating in Finland first? I bought my first rental in the U.S. Uh, we lived in California, but we, uh, I bought it in Colorado, but I never got to renovate that. That's like on my uh, like dream of things I want to do one day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the first one I did was in Finland and I started not knowing anything. Like seriously, I had last held a hammer when I was like 12 years old. <laughs> I'm told, told my husband, I'm like, I will never buy something old and renovate it. You will hate it. And here I am like gut renoing. Yes, I love it. So I, I, and I think that's a tip from me. I'm like, you don't need to know it, everything from the get go. So the first project I took on was a studio apartment and it was just lipstick renovations. I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn how to paint. And right. I YouTubed all the shiz out of that. And that's how I learned how to paint. <laughs> and then it was just like step by step. The next one I bought was a little bigger. And then, um, okay, I need to fix a hole in the wall. How do I do that? And I went to the hardware store and I'm like, showed a picture of them. Like, uh, I have this problem. What do I need to buy? What do I need to do? Tell me. And, uh, and yeah. I bought buttered them up too <laughs> yeah that's buttering them up seems to be the key to success here yeah that's like yeah um so I had sent you a bunch of questions prior to so I'm just kind of going through what I have um any like major issues in Finland that you face when renovating I know like in Florida for example you really can't I think you have to be licensed to be a contractor because you have to worry about hurricanes and the general environment down there Um, New Jersey doesn't have any special restrictions but I'd love to know if there's anything in Finland that you guys are often facing that's part of the renovation process yeah one big thing here is asbestos 
Ah, okay. Um, just because the buildings are old or are they still? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's older buildings and uh, anything that was built before 1994, you have to get checked for asbestos. And uh, I had one where they found asbestos like everywhere, even oh. the, the wallpaper glue had asbestos in it. Oh my God. Yeah, which is rare. So uh, it ended up costing like three thousand dollars because you need to have a special crew. You can't do any of that yourself. Right. Like, even if you know how to do it, you need to have an asbestos crew to come in and and like seal everything off. And, oh, jeez. Yeah. So so that was a big blow. But the silver lining was when they left, they had done such a good job of like. Uh, taking all of the stuff off. I don't mm -hmm. even know the name. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so the, I there was this beautiful concrete wall behind it. So oh, cool. So now uh, I uh, one of the walls I actually ended up uh, um, exposing the rest of it as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I so, love that. That's so cool. Good things come out of catastrophes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how do you find your trades and the people that you work with? Like, have you just done it through experimenting on your own and recycling through, or like what's some of the resources you use to find your, your people? Well, this is going to make you laugh. I think I actually found, uh, um, so I do most of this stuff myself so far, but I do have a general contractor okay. who I found on the gram. Yay. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Um, my buddy Joachim, he is now my go-to for everything. So, and he, I think rock stars know rock stars. So once I found him, well, yeah, I that's where I get everything. So he put me in contact with his uh, electrician and his plumber, and now I work with them. And yeah, but that's it was awesome. like, it was actually through Instagram. That's great. <laughs> right. So was it like the first contractor you called and it's been like, no. oh, okay. <laughs> so before that, that was like, oh, the match made in heaven. Was okay. yeah. uh, before that, we have, um, it's a platform, online platform that kind of uh, puts together contract tradies and, uh, and people looking to hire tradies. Mm -hmm. So I had posted a bunch of jobs on there and, um, uh, tried them out. And that's also how I learned. So once they got on the job, when I was doing something I didn't have the tools for or something, I'm like, okay, what are you doing? What's your favorite tool? What, okay. Why don't you do that? <laughs> yeah. Super annoying. Right. But that's how I learned. Yeah. No, and I love that. It sounds like how much things cost and that's how I learned to be like a better, better, what do you call that? Like just um, a better client. To contractors, because a yeah. lot of people are like, "How do I find best like better contractors?" I'm like, "By being a better client." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think yeah. that, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people want to be good clients, but they're scared to ask yeah. those questions. Like, I feel like when I did my first reno, I was I felt like I needed to leave. Like, I didn't feel comfortable being there. I didn't think they wanted me to watch them. Like, I felt uncomfortable asking questions, and they they don't mind you asking like what you're doing. Sometimes I think they're excited to share what they know, but so many people are just like, yeah, the contractors here, I have to be gone all day. I'm like, well, stick around, ask questions, see what they're doing. Like ask them why they're doing certain things and don't be afraid to like, you know, to get into it with them. Yeah. And well, one time it was funny. I was, uh, 
I was breastfeeding my kid. <laughs> so I was like sitting there, <laughs> boob out with my baby and the contractor. He's like mudding the wall in front of me. And I'm like watching <laughs> as if I, was, I were watching TV. And then I'm like, dude, you make that look so easy. And he looks at me and he goes, well, I did go to school for this. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Good response. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Any, um, any like nightmare tradie stories that you have that you want to like share with the group or has things been kind of smooth sailing since you found your rock star? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it has been pretty smooth. Um, I have uh, the opposite actually. I want to, I want to tell a story of how it went, not a nightmare, but a more of a dream. Mm, okay. I, I had this, uh, he was older. He was almost like 60 years old. And he came in to check for asbestos. And he'd been doing that for like 30 years or whatever, 40. And uh, he looks at me and he goes, so uh, who's tearing down this kitchen? And I'm like, well, I am. <laughs> He's like, by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of like eyes me up and down. Jesus. And so I'm six foot tall. So I'm tall, but I'm like, I'm kind of uh, scrawny so <laughs> you have a model figure let's, let's let everybody know that like she's gorgeous she's basically she's a model so so he looks and he's like no you're not gonna so he's like let me help you so he stays longer he's like I don't have anything to do after this so he tears out like a couple of the cabinets that were jammed so hard he tears them out for me just I don't know out of feeling pity or something <laughs> and I didn't even have to pay anything but oh my god that's awesome yeah so that happens too I've, I've never found somebody that's like let me do work for you for free no problem <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing but um, then also so this was a guy who found the asbestos everywhere oh wow okay. right so when he finds it I go I'm like thank you it's like I have never gotten a thank you for finding asbestos. <laughs> He's like, most people swear at me. And I'm like, well, it's not your fault. I'm like, right. thanks for finding it because now we can get rid of it. So right. this is good Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> what, a, what a sweet, dreamy story. That's so cute. Um, so what work do you do yourself? And do you demo yourself and, and like in, install kitchen cabinets? Like what are you doing yourself versus hiring? Yeah, so I started doing most of the work myself just to learn everything. And then in the beginning, so I started small and then I took on bigger and bigger. And then along the way, I had some tradies uh, help. Um, And now I have built walls. I have built kitchens. I did one and this was crazy. I built an Ikea kitchen with the baby. It was sometimes with one hand like oh breastfeeding at the same time like it was insane it took me three months though I oh say. god yes long as time yeah well a trade-off of time I guess right so yeah but now I'm like okay now I know I can do it mm-hmm. and so now I'm actually gonna start doing less of uh, the actual physical work myself and and work more on my business as opposed okay. to in it yeah so focus more on like finding new deals and marketing and right uh, strategy and setting new partnerships and that sort of thing so I am looking because I want to scale so yeah yeah well that's that's interesting that you say that because I think a lot of people think they need to try it themselves and then they'll get more efficient at it so then they can just do it but you're saying like you did it you understood the time trade-off you at least now maybe know the process behind it so you understand when it's done correctly so all you need to do is just kind of supervise the labor and I 
Yeah. And also, yeah. And also just to be a better client again, Mm -hmm. I know what to ask for. I know how to ask it um, because I've done it. And uh, I still want to do some things myself because it's fun. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll just swoop in and and do the fun (laughs) parts. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. I have the tile. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, I got it. Um, Or if I need a good workout, I'll just. Right carries and laminate yeah so your your properties are all um are they all apartments for others or have you renovated your own home yet they're all rentals okay i have one single family home that's one in colorado and the rest are apartments here they're all rentals yeah my home own home is he gets no love (laughs) well i know it's like the shoemaker's son or whatever Yeah. yeah Yeah, yeah. my husband's like, "Are you ever gonna finish that bathroom you started six months ago?" I'm like, "I don't want to talk about it." I still have like just light bulbs like over the kitchen, like di- like where it could be a beautiful chandelier. It's still just like a light bulb in the ceiling. My husband's like, "Are you ever gonna buy?" I'm like, "You know, good design takes time, babe. Like it's, exactly. you know, it's but really, it's- yeah, I have. I'm looking at it now in my bedroom. I have two big swatches of color that I painted on there a few months ago, thinking that I'm." repaints you're still thinking about it yeah, it's art babe it's art it looks cool people get paid millions of dollars for a banana on a wall you know I think we can live with like paint swatches it's fine oh okay well okay so that brings me to my next question um you talked a little bit about like living during your kitchen renovation it took three months so living during a reno you haven't have you lit so you so you live in the apartments while you're renovating and then you leave or you're you're in a different location in a different location so okay. I haven't actually lived through a renovation 100% but I dream about doing it with the Colorado one I'd love to move there one day and yeah live in it while doing the renovation even though I'm, I've said I would never, I would never <laughs> ever but yeah have you so did you do any work to the Colorado property while you were living in Finland no work on it it just oh, okay just yeah okay. yeah I just purchased it and then yeah because my next question would be, how did you manage that reno in Colorado living in Finland? So if you do that, we need a whole follow-up episode. <laughs> yeah, well, so have you read uh, David Green's book about long distance? Long term, yes, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I will say it was very informative, but I still feel like so many things can go wrong. Like, that's all. I like, got to be able to let go of control. I don't know yeah. if I could. Yeah. No, me neither. Yeah. I just, you know, enough things go wrong here while I'm, like, living in this home that I can't even imagine, <laughs> like, the nightmare. But people do it, right? So, I mean. Yeah. 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 Got it. It's and also, work. I just, well, for one, money is really cheap in Finland. So, it makes sense to uh, invest here. Mm-hmm. But also, I like being able to be present mm-hmm. and seeing the stages and, and yeah. all that so yeah maybe one day yeah and we need content for instagram let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> um so you for talk- the gram exactly. yeah, yeah everything for the gram um you talked a little bit about the fact that you get conventional bank loans for your properties so uh, my one of my questions to you was like the financials of renovation how are you handling it so i know in the states if you're renovating and you're taking out a bank loan there's this whole process of having to get um you know uh approvals uh during the stages of renovation so you can get money released to the contractor and it's kind of this whole long drawn out process are you renovating 
are you using funds from the bank to also renovate or is that your own money? You're just using the conventional bank loan to buy the property? Yeah, the, uh, the latter. Okay. So most of the time I, uh, I save up money from the rent coming in and yeah. positive cash flow to be able to deal with the next renovation coming up. Gotcha. Love that. But I, so I have to mention this. When I got started, I didn't have a job because I left a job in California. Yep. And I was pregnant. You're <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I have a gazillion babies. I only have two. But um, yeah, I had them really, uh, really close to one another. They're just a year and three months apart. So I had a six or eight month old baby and was pregnant again and oh God, no yeah. job. So I'm like, ooh, the perfect candidate to get a loan. <laughs> <laughs> so I... Uh, I pitched it to my brother and my husband uh, with an Excel because they're engineers. And I'm like, okay, so this is how you're going to be making more money through mm -hmm. investing in real estate with me. So if you lend me 20,000 euros or $20,000, this is how I'm going to be able to give you a return that's X times larger than the money that you get on the stock Impressive. market. And they're like, well, okay. <laughs> That's a little bit different than me, like little sister going like, hey, bro, want to give me 20K? Right, right. <laughs> I promise it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do cool things because I have called him from Bali when I was 20 and I'm like, I'm out of money. Can you? Oh, no. <laughs> so, having that in the background, I'm like, yeah, I need to substantiate this with some Excel figures. <laughs> yeah, well, it worked clearly. It so. worked. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's awesome. So speaking of saving money, you, um, I watched your whole highlight of the bathroom tile when you stenciled, oh, the, like the good, the bad, <laughs> and the ugly. <laughs> so if you guys haven't seen this yet, it's, it's a, it's in a, it's a really great lesson in like your first DIY project. And what I really loved about it was like towards the end, like you, I love that you gave an update about you were trying the stencil and you're like, it came out terrible. Like this was the worst thing ever. And then you're like, you know, I needed to work at it a little bit. Why did I think I was going to be so good at it on the first try? And then you had this yeah. kind of lesson throughout that was like, everything is figure outable. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite things to talk about because it happens all the time. And I'm like, how stupid am I? Like, <laughs> I just don't seem to get this, but I think it's some sort of like good girl complex thing going on where for some reason, we just assume that we're going to be great right away. And then when we're not, we're just like, meh, not for me, or we quit, or we do something else, or whatever. Uh, so what happened with the tile was the first one was like, crap, like it was so bad. But then I'm like, I have to, I can't, I don't have a choice, so I have to yeah. continue. And so number one was awesome. No, I'm sorry, 10. One was terrible. Number yeah. 10 was awesome. Yeah. Right? So... Don't assume you'll be great right away. And uh, I think also combine that with fear. We're so afraid of trying because we're afraid that we're going to be bad at something, I think. And we're like, yeah, you're going to be. I, I, and this is what I tell myself. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be bad at something. <laughs> and you know the loop of like, this is, this is terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> Nothing's going to come of this. Nothing's going to come like out of me. I'm shit pretty much like I go I go and then you do and you continue like no well actually this is pretty good I'm pretty good I'm, this is great I'm great <laughs> like some sort of mind game that yeah. I go through 
And I never thought renovation would teach me such like deep life lessons, but that's the one thing like, don't, you'll be afraid. Just do it anyways. Right. right? Because then that's, that's really what courage is doing despite of fear. It's not the absence of fear. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like one of my biggest lessons. I'm like, I'm scared shitless holding these big ass machines, <laughs> like jackhammering the concrete ceiling somewhere, you know? And I'm like, so oh, what's going to fall down on my head? But then, then I'm like, I did it. And so I'm not fearless. I'm right. I just do it anyway, yeah. even, yeah. even I'm afraid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, it's funny. Cause like Anthony and I have, so Ridge Road Reno phase two, our exterior stuff, we were, we were like, we can GC this. It's not a big project. It's not a big deal. Like we have the teams and it's been such a nightmare. And I always feel like a little bit of a failure admitting that as like the gut Reno girl who renovates and like, you know, I've been through so many of them. Imposter like, syndrome. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, like this was supposed to be easy. And someone actually said to me, like, like when I talked about the framer, that we had, it went so terribly wrong, but like this guy was a little like, you know, he was a little off his rocker. So it was like, some things were unforeseen. Like he was a, a crazy person. So like, I couldn't call that that early in the game, but like it ended up just ending so terribly. And, you know, somebody said to me like, you're a designer, how does this happen? I'm like, yeah. yes, I'm a designer, but like, I don't frame buildings. So it's not like I was out there telling him like what to do, how to do his job. You know, I, I trusted in the person that I hired I gave him enough room to like do the job. I was a great client in that I wasn't nagging him and on his ass mm. for everything. But like looking back, it's like, you know, we should have just hired a GC and then I could have followed the GC around and been like, why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? And, you know, then the next one I would have gotten, you know, maybe a little bit more confident, but, you know, it was our first time renovating an exterior of a building without having a GC. So how could I have expected this was going to go well? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, who do I think I am? Right. You know, some sort of genius who's like awesome at everything at first try. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. Um, have you, um, have you read Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way? No. Okay. Maybe so it? huge recommendation. Okay. It's amazing. So a couple of things every time. Okay. Shit went wrong. What's the one virtue that I need to have to get over this? Or what's the one virtue that I will develop thanks to this? Or what's the one skill that I got out of this? So for everything that goes wrong, you can always like focus on. So we're not that we're not good be, despite of the things that go wrong. We're good because of the things that go wrong. Yes. Yeah. So I love that. So I'm like, oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, one of the major things I learned was like, if you're getting into something that requires structural, you should always be working with an architect. And mm. we were like, it's super easy. We're really not changing anything. We're coming out maybe three feet. Like we don't need an architect. It's fine. And now I'm looking back like, why did I ever think that was a good idea? That was such a stupid <laughs> idea. Like so dumb. I will always spend money on an architect, but you know, lesson learned and it's yeah. been painful. But it's going to be beautiful, but it's been very painful. <laughs> but the virtue that you got out of it, patience. Yes. You need to learn how to be patient to get out of it. Girl, that. I can't empathy. even tell you like empathy, how so much empathy. <laughs> I can't even tell you like how many times I like Anthony and I, I always joke that like we're on the verge of divorce all the time because like I'm constantly <laughs> just doing like stupid shit. But like we literally, we were in Italy 
um, on a sapien on that sapien stone trip that we went on to like oh, tour the porcelain stuff. Um, so cool. And we had a call with the framer, and the framer was like, you know, basically I didn't get anything done because you guys aren't here, and just figured anything I do, you might not be happy with it, and I'm gonna rip it out. So like I know we talked about a timeline, and by this time we were supposed to have X, Y, and Z done, but you know I just I haven't worked on anything. I was like, I was ready to book a flight home the next day because we got into such a huge fight that I was like, wow, this is over. Like my marriage is over. <laughs> I need to leave Italy. But you know, we came out on the other side and it's fine. <laughs> One thing I want to ask you about. So I hate grout. Speaking of like terrible, awful things. I hate grout. You seem to be like the queen of like grout cleanup and like grout maintenance. Give us a tip on like on grout, like how to keep it clean, how to clean it. Just talk about grout for like 30 seconds. (laughs) Okay. So I don't know how to keep it clean. I've just bought a few really nasty ones. Yeah. I see dirty grout and I go opportunity. Other people saw this bathroom and they're like, okay, this is going to be 10,000 to redo all of it. And I'm like, grout fix. (laughs) (laughs) No, it is true though. Like dirty grout just is disgusting, but cleaned up grout changes the whole bathroom. Yeah. And so pretty much what I did, I, I cleaned the tile was dirty too. So I cleaned the the tile. I cleaned the grout just with like grout clean. Uh, I don't even know what the, I think it's grout cleaning. (laughs) Yeah. You, you shared the product on your, I shared the product up. Yeah. On your Instagram. Like, yeah, I just cleaned it first and then I went through it with white collar. And uh, I don't know if the product is specific specific to Finland, but it was amazing because you just, you paint it. Oh, like a grout pen. Yeah, it's like a pen, but it's more liquid than that. So it's easier because with the pen, I feel like you have to be so steady on your hand. Uh Yeah, so this one was, um, was a lot easier. Yeah, and, and really, really good results. So I just went through a couple times, and it's like brand new. Swapped yeah. out a, a couple. There were um, a couple places where the caulk was nasty, mm-hmm. so took that off, put in yeah. new, painted the tile, and now it's going to be like for a thousand dollars because I'm swapping out some of the some of the the vanity and, and things like that. So how do you um how do you paint the tile? Are you spraying it or are you? brushing it or is there like a specific paint that you use like what's the deal with that yeah I roll it on uh-huh. and it's a specific paint and this is pretty cool you don't have to uh do like a, a specific primer before oh, really yeah there's there is one um I don't think you call it primer it was something else more like a cleaning solution that you used and then you paint it uh-huh. but I had to paint it like four times so it was a lot of work oh, God. it was a lot of work again time over money I guess right? <laughs> yeah and then I'm like I can how can I make this even harder on myself and I'm gonna stencil this and there were like a billion oh time. right it was that bathroom yeah it looked it amazing after I mean it, it did look amazing afterwards so. now it's now it's good yeah. yeah so just four layers first and then the one layer of the stencil and then I'm gonna actually put on a lacquer so this paint does and require to have a lacquer on and this is below the shower so it's going to be like heavy water use on top yeah. of it and it should be fine so yeah we'll see That's and this awesome. bathroom actually it's going to be a complete rehaul in a couple of years anyways because uh they're going to swap out all the piping in the entire building so oh that's there. right yeah you said that so, yeah. which was one of the reasons i got it at a good price because nobody they're like 
I don't want to put in 10,000 now to redo the bathroom. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, grout. <laughs> Opportunity, grout fix. <laughs> <laughs> grout fix. I love that. That should be your tagline. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do like a hashtag grout fixer girl. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. Please. I would totally follow that. <laughs> grout is like the bane of my existence. Well, actually I should say we have white grout in the vestibule and mm. we did these like black and white cement tiles and I wanted to do black grout, but it was going to stain the cement tile, um, the white cement mm. tile. So we did white and every day I look at it and we used a sealant. So mm. it actually hasn't really gotten that. It's not, it hasn't really gotten anything stained or it hasn't soaked anything in. And I just feel like sealing your grout moving forward is probably like the best advice I could ever give anybody. Like it really doesn't get dirty. Like my bathrooms are, are disgusting, but like the vestibule, it gets like mud and snow and everything. And it's so easy to clean. It's just, you know, because it's sealed. So. Oh, okay. That's new to me. Yeah. Seal your grout and then you will never have to grout fix ever again. Seal your grout and have no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You're so good at this. (laughs) You sure you're not like a branding agency or like. Um, all right. So last like three questions. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your worst reno. Was it the asbestos one? It was the asbestos one. Yeah. Just because, uh, well, during, during the same time I ended up in the hospital too. So it was a bit of a traumatic time anyways. Like it was, it was a rough time. I, I almost lost my life and I lost the baby. And yeah, it was, it was really, it was a hard time. So everything kind of went wrong. It felt like um, it was supposed to be. And I think this was one of the first I posted on the Gut Runner Girl because I'm like, it'll be just a minor renovation. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, everything is torn up, like literally down to the concrete. Oh, God. So, uh, um, yeah, and I was beating myself up because I'm like, how can I not be done with this in three months? And I'm like, well... I almost died a week ago, (laughs) but you know, it's, and it's one of these things that I also want people to take away from this. It's why why do we put these things on ourselves? Like nobody else was, I was the one putting all this pressure on me Mm -hmm. because I wanted to, I don't know, prove something to somebody. I don't know who or myself maybe. And, uh, but with this wall, I ended up, um, it was one of the, hardest hardest things I've ever done but I pretty much hand exposed of this sucker the, oh my concrete, God. the rest of the concrete wall that didn't have the wallpaper that didn't uh that the asbestos team didn't expose wow so it went from being like the worst reno where everything went wrong to the best reno because I'm like I came out on top of it I did a bunch of things I was afraid of but that I hadn't done before um in like a tough time in my life and yeah so again the obstacle is the way yeah the situation where I'm like this was a shitty shitty (laughs) (laughs) experience but now looking back I'm like well actually it taught me so much of what I know today yeah wow well that was my next question which was what was your best reno but it sounds like that one ended up being like the diamond in the rough and you learned a lot of lessons so yeah yeah because I also um I designed uh, my GC thought I was crazy a lot of times he thinks I'm crazy and now it's it's <laughs> become like <laughs> now it's become my uh 
um, my goal in life to prove him wrong. So the kitchen that I'm working on now, he's like, it's shit, Maria. Tear it out. It's shit. It's so bad. And I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Oh, God. <laughs> well, good luck with that. I can't wait to see how that turns out. Yeah. Um, so in the previous one, I, I built, uh, built a partition wall that was really proud about. So Yeah, I saw that on Instagram, so. too. Yeah, you're really good about like just showing, showing it all. And I love that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, our last question is your gut reno reality check. Um, you know, what's one thing that you maybe wish you knew um, prior or about renovating um, that you want to share with you know the gut reno girl that's facing her first renovation and really you know has no idea where to start or what she's in for? Yeah, I think mine is you're not alone. You and you don't have to prove anything. Mm -hmm. So if I had started now, I wish I knew that because yeah. now it's so lonely sometimes when you're in there and you're doing the renos. But now I have this community like you and uh, and the the other gut reno girls, and then I have uh, uh, just physically here what we've started to do. Uh, uh, we're a few girls. We help each other. So one day we go, go to her renovation, and the other day she comes to mine. Oh, I love that. She, yeah. So she oh, has so a van. I don't. So she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go throw some stuff away. Do you have any?" I'm like, "Yeah, come on by." And then she helps me carry stuff and yeah, way around. So I think that's why I love what you're doing. Right? Just the community is so important, and yeah, we're not alone. We have have these awesome strengths in each other so totally oh my God. ask for help i'm That's still amazing. learning that just you don't have to figure stuff out on your own yeah i love i love that you guys are like on your on each other's renos and like if you you don't have a van she had like that's a, that's awesome like Isn't you're that so smart yeah because yeah, you're very reliant on your contractors who i would say most of the time are you know men so it's nice that like you don't actually have to call him for everything. Like you've got a female companion who can like, you know, help you out and support you. And totally that's, I mean, that's the gut reno girl community I'm trying to build is like not only through the podcast, but like maybe some workshops and meetups and things like that, where we can exchange information and we can ask questions that we are afraid to ask maybe at the hardware store or whatever, you know, it's just like, it's a safe place to kind of just talk about the real shittiness of renovations <laughs> exactly <laughs> having to make everything look so perfect because things go wrong all the time but it's like no one wants to talk about it so yeah that's the best part of when you're deep in the this is shit I'm shit phase <laughs> you actually have somebody to call and they're like oh I know girl I'm yeah, yeah. aware but this is what happened to me today and you're like oh great especially in like these Pinterest times where all you see like just the glossy and everything is so perfect. And I DIY this with my butt. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I just parted this out and make it look so easy. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Because right. it's not that easy when I do it. And yeah. it's definitely not that pretty. Not the first yeah. time, but maybe the 10th. But yeah, totally. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This was amazing and awesome. And I hope that like, you know, just through this, people reach out to you and they learn a little bit more about you, but also just connect with you and share with you. So where can we find you uh, on social media and all those channels? Yeah. Well, number one is Instagram. Maria loves real estate. 
come follow, send me a text <laughs> when you're in your shit storm. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll come join you. Uh, but otherwise, I'm on LinkedIn. Okay, cool. And, uh, anyone's on bigger pockets, I'm on there. But Instagram, I'm probably the most active on. Cool. All right. Well, enjoy. Well, your evening, I guess. The rest of your yeah, evening. yeah. My monkeys are are gonna be home any minute. Adorable. I love it. All right. Thank you so much. I'll let you know when it's <laughs> Thank live. Thank you. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye.